This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. Grab your copy of the Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies coming to you via uh, a Zoom show that uh, we recorded on Sunday afternoon, May 28th, 2023, Kingsman, the Golden Circle. My guests today, <laughs> my guests today include a, a couple of repeat champions and a worthy challenger. They are David Borey, Dan Telfer, and Zach Trump. Hey, guys. Hey, hey. Hi, hey, Doug. Hi. 
Uh, let's meet everybody individually and alphabetically, even though everybody spoke individually just now in such a professional manner. Uh, he hasn't been on the show in a minute. It's been too long. It's Dan Telfer. Hey, Dan. Hi, Doug. How are you? I'm good. In case you didn't notice, I'm going alphabetically by first name. I know. It threw me. Yeah. Usually with a name like Telfer, you're not uh, you're not up first. True. I usually get Tefler, too, because I got a couple of tall consonants just leaning on each other. All right. Well, we're going to have to have you on my show about names to discuss this further. Oh, thank God you have one. <laughs> I've got a podcast about almost everything, uh, anything these days. Um, speaking of podcasting, one of the other guests on the show today, you know him from the All Fantasy Everything podcast. And he just beat all the competition on the show on Doug Loves Movies in Denver, Colorado. It's David Borey. Hey, David. Hey, I thought I was going to win that alphabet contest. Uh, right, but V comes after N, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. It's... <laughs> it's I believe I me, I wanted you to be first. I really did. I even, <laughs> I, I even wrote it down in the wrong order, but had to correct myself to play by my uh, my little rule. Uh, you know, just to, you, everybody spends their whole life being alphabetized, alphabetized by last name. You're barely ever alphabetized by first name. So I figure uh, this is the one opportunity for people to. Uh, you know, rise up and get what they deserve. I really and... like it. Nobody's talking about first name alphabetization. Is that <laughs> alphabetization? Alphabetizing. Alphabetizery. Where yeah. you at, Biden, on this alphabetizery? Yeah, <laughs> he, he needs more on his plate. <laughs> <laughs> He's currently not eating his vegetables. Um, it's because there's so... two peas. It's too much to focus. Right, <laughs> can't say focus. I knew you meant it. Um, <laughs> he got pulled from the audience in DC and destroyed everything in his path. He's lobbyist Zach Trump. Hey, Zach. Hey, Doug. Uh, it's exciting uh, to have you back on the show because, uh, you know, we pull people out of the audience to participate sometimes, but they rarely you know, come through in the way that you did. I appreciate uh, the kind words. Reminiscent of when we pulled David Sanborn out of the crowd in San Diego, and then uh, he became a regular on the show. No, Dan Telford, not the uh, saxophonist David Sanborn, but uh, <laughs> thank you a for young, clarifying. A young Damn man whose a young man whose father's sense of humor was to literally name him after that saxophonist for no good reason. Um. <laughs> and if you go back and listen to the episode you can hear all about that but this is zach's time right now and i just want to say to you i'm impressed by your win back in dc but i'm also impressed that you're a lobbyist in dc and you have no social media uh i have a twitter from a while ago that i use for work but other than that i mean That's really I it's just you. to follow where your shows are <laughs> Well, that's good to hear that you at least have a Twitter. You, uh, when we were when the show concluded, and I asked about you know being able to reach out, and get in touch with you, I said, "Do you have any social media?" And you said that you didn't have any, and I was, I was impressed. 
but I probably uh, haven't tweeted in three years. Yeah, so I'm not going to hold that. Yeah, I have bad news about the state of Twitter right now. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't seen it in three years, you might want to check it out. It's uh, different. Um, before we play our games today, I like to visit Recommendation Nation. Uh, that's where I ask each of my guests to recommend one movie from a particular category that I throw at you right now, hardball style. I hate being asked these kind of questions because I never read it. I've never read an answer. Uh, but, you know, I'll give you, I'll come back to you if the person I go to first isn't ready. You ready, Dan? Let's um, do this. You don't know what it is yet, but uh, we're I'm afraid, months. but I'm ready. We're about six months into the new year by my count. So what's, you know, we're in month six. So what's your uh, favorite movie so far this year? Could be something you've seen that wasn't released this year, but I prefer uh, something from this year. But uh, the most important thing is it's something that you saw this year. Have you seen, if you had time to see films? I do. I have a magic thing because a uh, guy at AMC is a fan of mine. I can see any movie for free plus three people anytime. What? I'm seeing oh. a shitload of movies. Um, so the, I... president, the president of AMC is a fan the the high emperor of amc yeah i think he's a midwest <laughs> regional director or something but yeah oh um, my goodness That's so amazing. like uh i have a terrible memory so i bet i'm forgetting something but i'm gonna go with renfield i had a blast at renfield Oh, that's what I wanted to hear. That's a great one because uh i haven't gotten around to seeing it yet and uh have been a little disappointed in how uh and the the everything people were saying about it made it sound great, but it still just didn't catch on in a, in a, any kind of way with the public. Well, can I do an honorable mention too, Doug? No. I want to make sure I don't break the rules. God damn it! All right, fair, fair. I want you to follow up with more commentary on Renfield. Like, uh, I will. Why do you think people didn't go to it just because Nicholas Holt and Nicholas Cage um, are just not box office draws per se? I maybe, but I also know people who just didn't like that kind of humor who were going in for like horror specifically. Oh, I and see. I think, I think like, you know, I'm, I've been in a relationship with people <laughs> with personality disorders before. And that really caters to, if you have like a nightmare ex who treated you like shit and it's, it's all about like almost, you know, the, the classic modern romance that Dracula and Renfield have. And I think right. it's kind of genius how like, it's just a fucking great combination of Nicolas Cage doing an amazing Bella Lugosi using a very classic Dracula vibe and then making it feel like a 2023 romantic relationship. It really was funny as hell. I, I you know, had a tremendous faith in the whole thing, and I'm, I'm sure I'm still going to uh, enjoy it. Um, thank you for that, Dan. Yes. David, David, what have you liked this year? Uh, I really liked Polite Society. Um, what's that? <laughs> uh, you haven't. Seen, I thought you love movies. I do. That's why I'm. I'm a little saddened to not know what you're speaking of. What is it? It was this action movie star, or I guess it's an action movie. It's also kind of like a coming of age kind of situation about this Indian girl in London. And her sister, and she has like an overactive imagination, and she wants to be a stunt woman. And her sister wants to be an artist, but then her sister gets married, and she's like, "You can't get married. You're an artist, and I'm going to be a stunt woman." 
And then your sister's like, no. And then there's like a lot of action. I'm not doing well summing it up. I'm into this movie. It, it sounds, sounds cool. Good. It rules. It it's like, cool. and it's really, it's really beautifully shot. And the way they do a lot of the action is, is way, way fun. Uh, yeah, you should, you should watch it. I'm in. I'm in. I can't believe. I mean, this sounds great. Uh, everything you said sounds good. But how did you come across this movie? Uh, I just I have a friend and we go to the movies every week. So it's kind of like, you know, sometimes you've, there's not much you want to see. So we just took a shot on this and I saw it at the Alamo and I ate truffle butter popcorn. Oh, perfect day. All right. Yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> well, that's that's exactly what this segment is about, is Renfield and Polite Society, because uh, clearly I need to see those movies and uh, other people need to hear about them in a positive way. Zach, I know you're busy lobbying for things, uh, trying to help people in the, in the world of real estate, which is, you know, tough. People go through a lot, so it's good you're there for them. But what's your favorite movie this year? I haven't been to the theater a ton, but right. uh, one that I really enjoyed in the theater, the theater going experience was Cocaine Bear. Okay. <laughs> I could it's see just... that being super fun in, in the theater. I watched it at home, so it was a little, you know, uh, a little less of an experience. It's just a fun, you know, like 80s style romp. You know, where just everything's kind of wacky and, you know, what what could be weirder than a, a bear who's just doing a bag full of cocaine? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I guess that's why it, it did pretty well at the box office, because not unlike uh, Snakes on a Plane, you know, you just uh, you get it all right there in the title. Exactly. Uh, you know what you're in for. You know, yeah. If you show up and you're like, there's cocaine in this, what's that bear doing? And you're, you haven't been paying attention. I expected a um, Bollywood uh, stunt double, but I didn't get that from Cocaine Bear. That's, you know, I wish that uh, Bollywood and RRR in particular had more of an impact on ho our Hollywood because uh, I, I would very much like to see a big dance number by the entire cast in the middle of every motion picture, no matter what the story is. <laughs> like the first one I'm thinking it would have been great is if like in the movie Room, if they had just stopped... And Brie Larson and the kid, you know, did like a little <laughs> dance. <laughs> I would have liked one in Sisu. Oh, see, I haven't Ooh. seen Sisu. Because uh, I heard it was going to be playing exclusively on CISO. <laughs> and that's not a thing anymore. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, R.I.P. Yeah. Isn't it wild how you, some things get a dumb name and then they become successful and everybody just accepts the dumb name? And other things get a dumb name, and then it fails. And then whenever you refer to it, it's just great that it had such a dumb name. Yeah, nothing's going to match the astronomical success of Quibi. <laughs> Quibi, it was perfect... really, it was really doomed from the jump, huh? <laughs> yeah, no, it, was, it, was perf it was a perfect failure because it's not one anyone could have missed coming. Like it's, it was right there. It was just right in front of everybody. Something um, in your heart told you that it wasn't going to work by that name. Yeah. Well, so Renfield, Polite Society, Cocaine Bear, if you haven't seen any of those movies, check them out in theaters, or uh, I believe a couple of them are on demand at this point. Uh, Cocaine Bear might even be on one of the streamers. Uh, but don't do any of that right now. Right now, listen to these commercials, and then more of us. We'll be right back. 
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. We are back, and the first game, <laughs> it's, you know, the commercials go by fast. It takes my guests uh, off guard sometimes. Um, but, uh, you know, it's a, it's a quick commercial break. So um, the first game we're going to play today is a little something I call the little search engine that could. And in this game, what I do is I type a word into the search engine on IMDb. And then I write down the top five movies with that word uh, in the title. You know, I ignore uh, TV movies and, you know, other series, other things that slip in there on IMDb. This is just feature motion pictures. Yeah. Uh, Once I tell you this word, you'll each get three guesses. We'll be taking turns. Uh, going in alphabetical order by first name. Uh oh. Um, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> um, and um, for each movie that you guess correctly that is in the top five, you get the uh, corresponding number of points. In other words, if it's the number one movie on the list, you get five points, and if it's the, down to the number five movies, worth one point. Family feud and, style. Uh, essentially, yeah. Um, and then uh, we'll add it up and see who wins. Are you ready for today's word? Can't wait. My body is ready. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> I don't think anybody's ready for this. Um, and be careful. A lot of guests on Douglas movies, especially the the version over Zoom, uh, the guests really like to kind of talk through their answers. But be careful not to uh, uh, help the other players, because Dan. Uh, you get the first guess. You don't want to, uh, you know, help uh, David or Zach. Yeah, I'll try and bring out my inner sociopath. Just <laughs> no, no favors for anyone. <laughs> but you know, like some of those sociopaths just can't help themselves. You know, that's part of what makes them. I guess that what's puts them over into psychopath territory. I'm I'm trying uh, to let my inner sociopath murder my inner people pleaser. I'm really trying to let that just happen. <laughs> That note was for everybody. It wasn't just for you, Dan. Uh, oh, but I talked through it. I got to stop. <laughs> Sam Levine loves to play little, you know, mind games and give more information in his answers just to intimidate everybody. But he's not here today. Only the ghost of Sam Levine is here today. So, Dan. Yes. The, the word is chipmunk. Oh, no. Right. Oh, no. I can I ask a question? Oh, let me tell you something before you do. Okay. That I forgot to include. It might be a rule, yeah, that I'm asking. Exact titles only. So if it were plural, it's not the exact title. If you get the plural wrong uh, on a title, yes, that'd be incorrect. Ugh. Wow. Okay. No, right? I'm just trying to think of one. 
because that is the thing that when I was the only thing I could lean on, Doug. <laughs> uh, okay. Just name a movie that's got uh, the word chipmunk in it. Um, Singular well, or plural. Okay, okay. I think I can do this. I think I can do okay. this. Because I, uh, uh, I think they did... Um, Mm, oh, I almost gave a clue away. Uh, a chipmunk <laughs> Christmas. That's your answer. A chipmunk Christmas. Yes. I'm sorry, but that is incorrect. God damn it! It's okay. You got. I two think it more was a chances. TV movie. You got two more chances. Just sit back and wait and see what uh, other people so what they say may jog jog an answer out of you. Maybe help you to figure it out. David, you got it. A title of a chipmunk. I think I got with the word chipmunk in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, oh, I get to go now. Yeah, you just need to name oh. one that you think is like you know you want to go for the top one if you can. Al Alvin and the Chipmunks. Well, that seemed to me to be incredibly obvious. That is correct. What? Uh, that the uh, it's the plural. First, the first film. Well, yeah, I said it could be plural <laughs> or singular. And, I didn't, uh, oh, that's not what I took away from what you said. God, motherfucking fuck. Christmas isn't. It wasn't. Well, I was like, the, well, it's plural, and Doug said no plurals. You didn't miss the Christmas thing because of plural or no plural. If you just if if a chipmunk or chipmunks Christmas was on here, I would have given it to you. But Christmas Christmas is not in the title of the, any of the top five movies with the word to my stomach chipmunk in them. So David figured out that, uh, uh, you know, the first Jason Lee motion picture with the chipmunks was simply called Alvin and the chipmunks. So and that is second on the list. What? Exactly. So it's worth four oh, points. I, I, oh, I had a feeling that the other one was OK. Well, Sorry. you'll get another chance in a second. But Zach, you get to step up to the plate and really show off your knowledge of movies with the word chipmunk in the title it's really my specialty doug uh david took one so the other one that i had was alvin and the chipmunks chipwrecked <laughs> <laughs> that is correct that came in at uh number four i believe it was the third in the series of alvin and the chipmunks movies and uh with our friend justin long as the voice of Alvin. Um, so Zach gets two points for that. Back to you, Dan. Oh, I'm ready for my revenge. I think I got a good one. Okay. Let's see what you got. Is it, is that, is it on there? Alvin and the chipmunks, the squeak wool. That is in fact on the list. That is correct. Coming in at number three. Ooh. Oh, I was really hoping the novelty of the word squeakwell was going to take me up there. But I right. You. you know, it's the the algorithm on IMDb is like a popularity thing. So it's hard to say, uh, you know, how excited people are about the word squeakwell these days. But, uh, you know, I'm that still was, excited. it's worth three points. So everybody's in this. But uh, here's where it gets uh, it gets particularly tricky. David, uh, what's your next guess i'm not gonna lie squeak wool was all i had in the tank uh <laughs> yeah uh, that's the problem 
Alvin and the Chipmunks, too fat, too curious. I love that. I love that title. Like, if this was like at midnight, you'd get points. But uh, on Doug Lowe's movies, that's not a title. Just a boner. All right. In the top five. Just, yeah, just a boner. (laughs) You made a boner and gave a boner. Classic boner. Classic boner trade-off. All right, Zach, have you thought of another movie that would have the word chipmunk in the title? Uh, I can't say I have a strong guess, so I'll go with uh, Alvin and the si- Alvin and the Chipmunks X. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> the is great in it. Yeah, fat. Or they should have done uh, fast chipmunks. Um, <laughs> But no, uh, that w- that's not correct, Zach. I'm not even going to give you the incorrect noise because uh, David pointed out it sounds like someone's getting a boner. Um, <laughs> I think I think David's boner was so good that you just don't want someone else to have a boner. He broke okay. the button. Tails all this time. <laughs> the boner button. Um, Dan, any ideas? Doug. Any ideas come to you? Any... Uh, well, creative thoughts like there's a number one movie with the word yes. chipmunk in it that yes. no one has said yet. Well, I actually have two and I'm struggling. I'm trying to remember if one was a, a TV movie and if the other one would rank high enough. Right. These are um, great questions to ask yourself at this and, time. And so I am going to risk making the exact same mistake I made the first time. I'm going to I'm going to go all in uh, the chipmunk adventure. That is the number one chipmunk motion yes. picture. Wow. Oh, man. I thought it was maybe a TV movie. I got real scared. Yep. Just chipmunk adventure. I thought it might be a blind spot for everybody because, uh, you know, that one goes back a little bit. I was and like 10 when it came out. It was in my sweet spot. Yeah. yeah. Animated and like barely a feature film, like 77 minutes long. Okay. So. It's impossible to top, Dan, but just for the fun of it, let's play this out. David, do you have another guess? I remember something as a kid about Alvin and the Chipmunks do Hawaii. Is that right? <laughs> they went to Hawaii at one point. <laughs> I think that's Beetlejuice. <laughs> no, they really, I swear to God, I remember they had shirts on. Uh, did they go no, with the Brady Bunch? They must have had the shirts on, maybe a little lay around their neck. Yeah, it was a whole, and the, the girl chipmunks were in it too. They're their little girlfriends or friends. Uh-huh. Maybe it was uh, the Alvin and Chipmunks hang in Hang Ten. That's got to be it. It's all it Hang be. Hang Ten X. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that may well have been uh, something that happened with the chipmunks, but it did not rank in the top five. Uh, titles with the word chipmunk. Zach, do you have uh, any last words? Uh, the cocaine chipmunks. <laughs> <laughs> the E-True you know, Hollywood I, story. I kind of wish been, I'd guess that one. <laughs> I've been speculating about which animal they're going to give cocaine to next. And, uh, <laughs> and I did not think of how much fun it would be to have an already very skittish animal uh, get oh, yeah. all, all coked up and uh, and upset. Uh, just run around ripping dudes nuts off and then forgetting where he hid them. <laughs> <laughs> I got cocaine turtle. <laughs>
No, oh, that's good too because it, it, you know, he finally there's gets. Pl- to there's move plenty quickly. of time. There's plenty of time to get away, so it's funny when people get oh, attacked. Yeah, okay. by it. I mean, I imagine, or do you think a cocaine turtle would actually, you know, suddenly that's what be able to I think move would quickly? Happen. He would he would get to have little Flintstones legs and he would chase after people. <laughs> Every no matter what animal it is, it should get superhuman, you know, should get extra strength because uh that's just amazing. I can um, throw a car when I do cocaine. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So congratulations, Dan. You took this one down. Nobody thought you had it in you. I know. Uh, and and people that do know, knew that you knew anything about chipmunk movies were worried about you. Um, this is mostly a tribute I'm to okay, Martha. Everybody. Martha Kelly's obsessed with the. She knows these back backwards and forwards. She would have trounced everybody if we played with uh, with Martha. But that, of course, wouldn't have been fair. Coming in at number five. I bet you're dying to know. Alvin and the Chipmunks. This was part four in the series. Oh, right. The Road Chip. (laughs) No. Yeah, the Road Chip. I don't understand the pun. Instead of a road trip, it's a little turd. It's like a turd that a a squirrel would make. Yeah, that's a poop on the road. It's not a strong enough pun that you don't think about poop and potatoes. Yeah, that was <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, good old road chip. Um pretty much it pretty much ended the series. Um <laughs> I mean, what else uh, do they have to do? Right? I mean, that's I feel like almost every TV show and movie like that's where it sort of ends or jumps the shark is when they wherever the show is set when they decide to go on a road trip away from it. It's yeah. like, oh no, oh no, they need they need to spice this up. They could go Airbud and do champion chip, although I guess that's too close. Oh, that's not a bad pun though. <laughs> I like it better than road chip. Maybe by a lot. Right, but then you you miss the whole turd thing. That's <laughs> Doug, you know, I don't want to I don't want to rain on your parade. I don't think that first accidental turd pun really did well for that movie. I don't know. I mean, I don't know where kids are at turd puns. You know, like I, I feel like parents had to <laughs> parents had to explain it to their kids, and then they probably, you know, were looking at their iPad, not paying attention. I mean, Squeakle is just like once you once you set the bar that high, you're never gonna. Yeah, it's it's yeah, all over. What you else know, can you do yeah. You you once you swim with angels, you don't want to fly with dolphins. So. <laughs> We're going to uh, find out what Dan Telfer won for that incredible achievement of uh, pulling out the win on that game. And we'll find out right after these words. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. We're back. <clears throat> yeah. It was another quick one. Um, Dan won the first game. 
but never fear, David or Zach, you still have a chance of winning the day because we've got one more game to play. And uh, Dan just gets to go first. So it's I got really... to go first last time. So, yeah, is that my prize? <laughs> it's not really. That's, yeah, that's all you win for winning the first game is you get to go oh. first the next game. Probably not even any kind of advantage to speak that's of. It. Actually, there is because. I mean, I blew we... it last time. <laughs> but if you end up in a tie, uh, you will uh, have first chance at the tie breaker. So that's the one advantage oh. to to your position right now. Mm. Uh, but we'll get to that much later. In the meantime, I have to explain to you the rules of a game called Weird Algorithm. Now, the aforementioned IMDb uh, website, which I lean on heavily for all of my uh, movie information, and hashtag this is not an ad, but um, they have this thing uh, that they have on their site where You can look at the cast list of any movie or TV show. In my case, we're talking about movies. Uh, You can look at the cast list and, you know, it's in the order that they were accredited or whatever by the studio or alphabetical, if that's how it is in the movie. But they've got a button you can press uh, where you can refine and alter the list of the actors' names uh, by popularity at the time that you enter uh, that film and that cast list into the uh, search engine. So I've written down the uh, top answers in each case. I'll name a movie. And like I said, Dan, you're up first. And you have to name the actor or actress that you think is the most popular right now according to this algorithm and uh, would make them number one. If you get number one right, you get three points. If you hit the number two person, you get two points. Number three is worth one point. Anything beyond that is worth no points. With each movie, I'll tell you a couple of people who are in it who are potentially worth points or not. I'm not going to say, but just to jumpstart your brains about uh, who's in the movie, because sometimes people are just like, well, I don't even know who's in that. Like, for instance, if I said polite society, uh, most of us couldn't name uh, any of the actors from that. Most of us. David, could you name any? No. <laughs> That's, I, I was included in that. <laughs> yeah, and you saw the movie. I saw the movie. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. But it's like not, not actors you were previously familiar with, so it's yeah. hard, hard to remember names. I like that you got a little upset with Doug and we're like, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was a loaded question because it's like, you know, it sounds like uh, it's a foreign film. I didn't catch which country it's from, but. Uh, uh, I think uh, England. Yeah. So, of course, we don't necessarily know the the actors in it. You might have recognized. Did you recognize anybody? Did some look familiar? Uh, no, I felt like a lot of first time, like, but I, I no, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah, that could be the case, you know. Could just be a, a British indie with a bunch of actors we haven't, you know, because you know most British stuff you could you you just trace it right to. Why do I recognize this person? Oh, right, Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or some war movie. It's either Game yeah. of Thrones or some war movie. Is why you recognize a British person. Or they were on Succession once. 
<laughs> you know, like that Valkyrie movie with Tom Cruise, they all like spoke with uh, British accents, even though they were all Germans. Yeah, yeah, that you know, gener- generic European talk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so this is the, so Dan's gonna go first, then Zach, then David. Now, here's the other wrinkle in this game: is that you can take, you can use the same answer that someone else picked. Just strategically, you want to, you know maybe pick somebody else by the time this whole thing's over. There's three rounds, uh, you know, just to, um, uh, you know, have a chance of shaking things up and not ending in a tie. So, Dan, the first motion picture is a film called Les Miserables. Oh, boy. Starring Anne Hathaway and huge jacked man. (laughs) I mean, he's he looms over all the other characters, uh, amongst others, singing live on set unnecessarily. Uh, <laughs> uh, would you like one of those names, or would you like to pick someone else? Plus, also, I come back and double check. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm a little confused on the rules with this game, Doug. I'm I I if I beg of you, could you please clarify? I'm not trying to just guess the people who are the most popular. You're sp- trying to guess who's number one at this time of the and cast then, from Les okay. Miserables. So you have to think, is it Anne Hathaway, is it Hugh Jackman, or is it someone else that you could think of that is popular from that movie? Got you. But the other contestants hear what you're saying and can also pick the same person if they want. Because we're going to move on from the number one spot after round one. No, because we're going to move on to a different movie. Uh, but we're, I'm oh, just saying, you, gotcha, can share, gotcha. you can share answers. You just don't want to share all the time. Okay. And how do you win? You know what I mean? Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go for someone who's not those two people. Okay. What do you got? Eddie Redmayne. Interesting. Uh, you want to share your thoughts on that? Yeah, he's been <laughs> in more popular movies than those other two nerds lately. I see. Okay. Um. Now we go to Zach. And also, uh, you know, a different person will get to go. I'll rotate the order so a different person will get to go first each round. So it's just, it's really just a matter of figuring it out to your best, to your satisfaction, and, and then going with an answer. Uh, who do you think, Zach, from. Did you see Les Miserables? Uh, I did not. Um, I think I'm going to go. Uh, was Amanda Seafried was in Les Miserables, right? She was, yes. I will go with Amanda then. Amanda Seyfried is Zach's answer. David? Uh, I, di- I, didn't, I didn't see it either, but I, I always, I go by one rule in my life. It's always trust the Jack man. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only rule you have? Yeah, pretty much. Otherwise, I'm pretty wow. Wow. That's really... That's putting a lot on one, one dude. Yeah, so, especially I've never met him. And you, yeah, and you haven't seen his this movie. Uh, I already regret my answer. <laughs> well, that's that's why you're going to get a chance to take it back. So, at this point, Zach is going with Amanda, and David chose uh, Hugh Jackman. Dan, yes. Would you like final answer? Would you like to stick with or change your answer? I'm changing my answer because I just thought of something. Okay, what'd you think of? 
I thought of the fact that he just starred in a movie that's still kind of in theaters, uh, Russell Crowe. Oh, that uh, the, the stepdaughter's exorcist. Yep. That's no, exactly the what the name of that movie is. No, no, no it Pope's is. Oh, you're right. Diarrhea. It is Pope's exorcist. Yeah. It's oh, Pope's, wait. Yeah. Diarrhea. Okay. I just, I, I get confused with these titles these days. Cause I, cause I don't think it has anything to do. It's not like a sequel to the exorcist films, right? They just are sneaking in the word exorcist. I think so. Yeah. Although I, I do think there's potential in a movie called the Pope's diarrhea. It sounds pr- like pretty important diarrhea. Yeah. I mean, a- anybody gets diarrhea. You gotta, you know, you gotta keep an eye on them when they're the Pope. Yeah. It's the only uh, diarrhea anointed by God. <laughs> Yeah, if there's too much diarrhea, then uh, then white smoke will come out of the. <laughs> that's when it's the right one. <laughs> that's how they do it. They have everyone have some diarrhea, and whichever <laughs> one emits white smoke is the next pope. Okay, um, okay. So, do you want to change your answer, Dave? Uh, Zach, I'm good. <laughs> okay, and David, you know I'm locked in. Okay, you're locked into Hugh Jackman. And uh, Dan likes Russell Crowe, and Zach is Amanda Seyfried. And here's how it broke down at number seven, nobody mentioned him, but I always like to give him a mention Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh, oh. number six, another three name person, Helena Bonham Carter. Love Helena Bonham Carter, yeah, she's great. Like if you're gonna be like an actress who's in every movie your your boyfriend makes, you know, like she was in every Tim Burton movie for a while, at least she was always great in them. Um, and then she started dating Harry Potter, so she's in all those movies. Um, <laughs> that's how it happened. <laughs> that's how it happened. Oh. Uh, I'm sad to say, David, number five is Hugh Jackman. For no. Some reason, oh no! This always not, happens uh, to me. <laughs> people aren't too excited about Jackman right now uh, and then bad news for Zachman because number four is Amanda and so neither one of those are, are worth any points and Dan skated into a, a one point situation because Russell Crowe is number three uh, yeah nice. yeah so that's one point for Dan so things are already starting off Pretty tight. Uh, coming in number two, the one I gave you from Jump and Hathaway. Um, and then number one, the, the secret hidden surprise in this round. Do you guys, are you fans of the program Ted Lasso? Sure. I, yeah. Well, team owner, the owner of the team on the show, Hannah Waddingham happens to be Oh. Factory woman number two. What? Wow. Sneaky. Yeah. <laughs> That's sneaky her, as fuck. What I call her is second bitch. But <laughs> um oh. but she's memorably very mean to Anne Hathaway uh, early on in uh, the Les Miserables movie. But of course, you know, when she showed up in Ted Lasso, I wasn't like, That's that mean lady from Les Mis. I just was like, you know, it's a Game of Thrones lady. Put it together the other way around. Well, that's the other thing is the uh, the old Game of Thrones. Uh, she got all, that Eurovision bump. They all go through that. <laughs> yeah, she absolutely did because not only you know was it a big deal that she hosted it, but apparently everybody was very uh, enthralled by her 
hosting abilities. And she, she's such a good singer. She rules. Yeah. No, she's really cool. So, so good for her. Bad for all of us, though. Uh, time for round two. And Zach, you get to go first in this round. Uh, the third in the series, the trilogy is over. Uh, but I want to go back to the beginning. The first Guardians of the Galaxy. OG mm. Guardians. Because uh, the cast is all, you know, pretty much maintained a uh, stranglehold on the uh, hearts of uh, movie patrons. Starring Chris Pratt, Zoe Saldana, and of course, more Guardians. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, who do you think? Uh, who do you think would top, top out on the list of people that are in the first Guardians? Let's go Saldana because she's in like seven of the first eight most highest grossing films of all time. She really has torn it up in that regard. She's really uh, is quite wild. The the three gigantic franchises that she's a part of, and that in all three of them she's got different color skin. Um, very versatile. Yeah. Like, I wonder if she ever shows up on set and they're like, no, you're supposed to be green today. Why did you come in all blue? All right. Um, that's Zach's guess. What do you think about that, Dan? I think that's a pretty good guess. And there's a lot of cameos in all three of these movies. It's easy to get all three mixed up. Uh, also, but I'm going to go with the star of the current and maybe final Fast and Furious movie wow. that is out right now, Vin Diesel. You think Vinny D is getting a lot of, uh, getting a bump from the uh, Fast and Furious situation? Listen, I don't know nothing from no racing cars. I don't watch those movies. I got halfway through the first one, but I think that man is on top of the world right now. Well, he's Groot also. Like, that's what I'm talking about. At every age. He's played Groot he at every yeah. age. He's He's been the little plant boy in our hearts. Yeah, he's so versatile. Um, okay, that leaves uh, David. I went Wait. in the wrong order, but you said we can take two of the same because I was thinking yeah, you could say the same, the same as them. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I'm I'm going Vin Diesel. You like Vin Diesel? Because I just saw Fast X. You know, it's huge. Yeah. Did you like it? Uh, I I like I like the last one better, but I I thought it was okay. It was kind of I, I I didn't I didn't love it. Like I I really liked some of the other ones. I I kind of just thought it was okay. Which is the best one? Five. I know, right? It sucks that they just keep making them and they peak at five. <laughs> <laughs> but it really is it really is the best one in terms of like it it like it gets extra silly with the stunts, but still still somehow manages to seem like real within that universe. But now they just like, now they could just drive a car off of anything and just hope for the best, you know? Yeah. And all, I feel like now it's also gotten to this point where it's like the snake's eating its own tail, where all the movies are refer too referential of the oh, other movies. Sure. Like it's very like, Oh, remember when we did this in Rio or whatever? And you're like, all right. Once yeah, you go to space, gotta... where else are you going? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I guess that's why they're going to go ahead and do a, a, an 11. I, I really thought they were going to wrap it up on this one. Oh, they, they are. are. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, was, 
No, it's coming. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I tell every yeah. I tell everybody that, you know, uh <laughs> that'll listen that it should be called uh, uh Furious Eleven, all Doms go to heaven. Um <laughs> 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 uh, okay, so who do we did we get everybody? So so uh David and Dan both want to go with Vinny D. And Zach likes Zoe Saldana. Is everybody satisfied with those those no numbers? Take back for me. I'm tempted to go with a cameo, yeah, with but it. I'm not doing it. I'm with it. Oh. Tempted to go with the Guardians, the first movie, a cameo? Oh yeah. There's a big one. Um uh the you think Glenn Close or John C. Riley were cameo roles? Glenn Glenn Co- close to me was. <laughs> yeah, I mean I thought it was weird that she that we never saw John C. Riley or Glenn Close ever again because the first movie sort of ends on that they're so happy that their planet got saved by the Guardians. Yeah. Uh so that for them to never show up again was kind of strange because they are they don't have huge parts in that first movie, but they are like the bookends. They're at the beginning. Would at least been, yeah, like a funny callback or something. But I guess that's yeah. what is killing the Fast franchise, if I may be so bold as someone who doesn't even watch. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that also they've they've managed by the third part of the Guardians of the Galaxy movies to really, you know, there's lots of people in those movies. You know, they just. Yeah. Uh, that's the, the big budget sequels now it just seems to be like the whole point is to just keep adding characters um okay so let's break this down real quick uh good old bradley coops came in at number six uh uh, for his wonderful work is rocket um and then uh number five i'm sorry to say zach is zoe saldana uh four on the list i think it's just because he's you know he has a minor role in the movie but he's also now just the fact that he's in charge of DC and this is his last Marvel thing, uh, James Gunn uh, popped in on the list at number four. Oh, okay. Number three, Chris Pratt. That would have been worth uh, one point to somebody if one of you come up with that. But number two, Vin Diesel. Hey. Hey, two okay. points. Two points each for David and Dan. And then uh, number one, because I'm sure she's doing something else that, that people are excited about, but I, I couldn't figure out what it was offhand. Karen Gillan. Yeah, good for oh, her. Okay, okay. Yeah. Nebula is such a cool character. I think yeah. it's. I think that's fun. People are very much about uh, Nebula right now for some reason. So that's. Uh, Give her her own movie. Exciting for her. Yeah, I mean the way they ended this one, they could, any of the characters could have have their own movie. You know, so. Uh, It'll be interesting to see uh, where it goes with James Gunn just not running that ship anymore. Like they're gonna, Marvel's gonna keep making them, but without without James Gunn, you know, it'll be weird. Yeah. All right, third round. Things are exciting. You could still do this, Zach. You could still pull a tie here on this last one. And uh, Dan's got three points. David's got two points. And uh, Zach will be going first this round. The motion picture is Game Night, starring Jason Bateman, Rachel McAdams, and other gamers. Underrated. Doesn't David go first? I think everybody says underrated. Yes, David will go first. 
Um, I think that's the thing people love to say is the old, uh, I think like the, uh, like the second weekend game night was out. People were already saying it's underrated. It's weird. Comedies and movie theaters. Like it just seems like, and this was, uh, that movie was pre Pando even, but it still was like, you know, just harder to get people to come out for that when, you know, the big draw these days is the, you know, the bigger, more louder. Uh, yeah, they barely movie. make them, the comedies. Yeah. yeah. All right. What do you got? Let's celebrate game night. Uh, some of its fine actors. The neighbor. Uh, fun, kind of kind of interesting looking man. Oh, the neighbor. What's his name? The cop neighbor. Uh, oh, uh, Jesse, Jesse Plemons. Yeah, with the cute doggy. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. That's a, that he is definitely in that movie. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh Dad. Um shoot. I think I'm gonna go with uh this is a tough one. Jesse Plemons is great. Um, balls. <laughs> so many balls. Um, was there Kyle anyone? Chandler. Oh shit! I'm going I Kyle was Chandler. Say, is there anyone besides Bateman or McAdams you think would be? Uh, yeah. Good I, for this. I I'm going Kyle Chandler. All right. Don't have to twist my Jesse's arm. buddy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Zach, what do you think? Uh, with her turn on uh, Dave recently, I'm going to go Rachel McAdams. She was on Dave? Yeah, she's like the love interest now. Oh, oh that's hilarious. That's a good reason. Is she as herself or a character? Yeah, she's herself. Yeah, that's what I thought. It smelled like a situation where Dave would like somehow get in a relationship with Rachel McAdams. <laughs> you know, why not? <laughs> exactly. exactly. It's like uh, George Costanza and Marissa Tomei. Um, okay, so <laughs> let's recap. Zach likes Rachel McAdams. I mean, we all do. David, Who doesn't? Exactly. Classic David's Rachel. All about uh, uh, what would you say, David? Jesse Plemons. Oh, Jesse Plemons. And then uh, Dan likes Mr. Kyle Chandler. Uh, open hearts, strong. What? How did that go? Strong lines, open hearts. I know what it is say? and can't lose. What do you say? Oh, something like that. Clear eyes, full hearts. That's can't it. Lose. Clear eyes. Yeah, you won the secret game. <laughs> Points. <laughs> uh, all right. Here's how it breaks down, gentlemen. Coming in at number seven in the cast of Game Night. This game's not strong enough right now, I'm sorry to say. It is Kyle Chandler. Ah! Yeah, that was a nice pull, but uh, I almost changed it. I didn't. Yeah, you know, it happens. We're running out of time. Uh, number six is Danny Houston. I don't even remember him being in that movie. Oh. Uh, number five, the great Sharon Horgan. Number four, a co-script writer of the movie, if I'm not mistaken, and has, must have a small part in it as well, John Francis Daly. 
from uh, the freaks and the geeks. And then uh, let's get some points on the board. Number three is Rachel McAdams. So that's worth one point. So you're not walking away uh, empty-handed, Zach. On the board. On the board. That's what you can tell everybody when they when they say, how'd it go? Um, this will be out late tonight. So you got a few hours to like brag to your friends, like pretend like you won. But not a, you don't have a lot of time. That's the plan. <laughs> Coming in at number two, good old Jason Bateman. Uh-oh. Yeah, uh-oh was right. Number one is Jesse Plevin. Hey. Yes! Hey. Can't right. lose. The man is on Full fire. Hearts. He's like lost Full weight. Points. He, looks, he looks great. Good times. He's got more movies coming out. Can't turd. Probably, <laughs> you know, things couldn't be better with his wife, Kirsten Dunst. Uh, it's uh, all good for Mr. Plevins right now. Um, right. yeah, uh, you know, they say that last writer strike is why his character killed a guy in season two of uh Friday Night Lights mm-hmm. because really? there wasn't there wasn't a writer's room, and the guy that created the show just wrote the whole season himself, I guess, or something. And so, there's no one to go, Oh, do we really want one of our main characters, a lovable shy guy, to be a murderer? Isn't that weird for this high school football drama? I never watched. <laughs> it's Texas. Anything can happen. <laughs> right? It sure can. All right. Real quickly, before we uh, get out of here, uh, uh, I came up with a fun tiebreaker that I thought was interesting uh, for today's game. If, if in fact, uh, we were pushed into a tie situation. Uh, but since we're not, I'm just going to throw it out to the group and see what your opinions are. Um, it's been a long time since uh, the motion picture The Odd Couple starring Jack Lemmon and Walter Matthau you know came out but it's uh, obviously was followed up by a TV series that was successful and memorable and Jack Lemmon and Walter Matthau are both uh, legendary comedic actors but which one ranks higher today? Jack or Walter? I love both of them, so that's a it's a tough I'd go, call. I go Walter Matthau just because I use that meme of him uh, <laughs> looking through the door for taking a Pelham one two three like every day. Do you think your use of one meme is really going to put him? I over think it the, would really carry. Yeah, people really <laughs> like me on the internet. Those mm-hmm. Dennis the Menace movies are are eternal. So let's go with Walter. <laughs> that's what yeah, I'm talking about. I'm with Walter either. I'm just a. Yeah, I'm with Walter too. I, he's, I think he's he's more. I think more people today would recognize him because he has such a recognizable face than Jack Lemmon. Like, he he just seems he seems more important to me. I you know I agree with all of the all of your thoughts uh, that you've been sharing, but it is in fact Jack Lemmon that comes out on Damn top. It. Damn it! Because he's Marilyn Monroe stuff. We don't know how close it is, but, you know, like some like it hot is, you know, unfortunately, Matt, that wasn't in that. And that's like considered to be like by many to be the greatest comedy or whatever. But well, Marilyn uh, never would have got that part if he hadn't turned it down. Right. Um, All right. So. Never mind that tiebreaker. We didn't do it because (laughs) 
Because David Bory is our winner. Congratulations, dude. No way. We'll That's have crazy. you back as soon as we are able. But in the meantime, you get to do your plugs first. Go ahead and uh, promote yourself. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at coolguyjokes87. Yeah, I'm going to be headlining the DC Improv with my friend Jamel Johnson on June 18th and uh, watch Royal Crackers on HBO. That is going to be so much fun, uh, June 18th. Uh, I can't wait. In DC, because he's hilarious, you're hilarious, and um, uh, DC, that improv is such a fun club. We just did Doug Loves Movies there. That's where Zach uh, took home the, uh, the the temporary title of Doug Loves Movies champion. Uh, Zach, what do you... Uh, I forget what you said when I asked you what you wanted to promote on the... Uh, the live show. I believe I uh, I promoted uh, Doug Loves Minis. And, oh, that's uh, right. You said yeah. you, pr- you pushed for me to bring back Doug Loves Movies. I said, I'll think about it. To which today I say I'm still thinking about it. Well, but that uh, you have encouraged me to, uh, at the very least, you know, just make one just for old time's sake. But I don't know. Maybe keep doing it. I, I got nothing to plug, but uh, it's been a, it's been a pleasure and a privilege uh, as a longtime listener. Thanks for having me, Doug. Well, thanks for doing it and being uh, you were so great in D.C. And then uh, and then today, uh, you know, uh, you held your own against Good bits against Dan Telfer, what? who's <laughs> always ready with a quip. Uh, what where can people see you, hear you, et cetera? I'll be posting a lot of stand-up dates on Instagram. That's pretty much the only social media I still use other than dancing on TikTok. So check that. I'll be opening for Mark Marin at Largo on June 8th. And are you going to be at Comic-Con, Doug? Yeah. I'll be, op- I'll be opening for Posein at nice. the American Comedy Club, which I saw you at last year. You did a mm-hmm. set there when I was opening for him. And yeah, uh, I'll be, I stream on Twitch sometimes. Uh, Tell for Dan is me on there. And I just started a tabletop role-playing game company called Grim and Whimsy. Check that Patreon out. Grim and Whimsy. Yes. I'm one whimsy. M and Grim. That's right. And one H and Whimsy. You know it. Okay. Uh, Doug Loves Movies is back at Dynasty Typewriter in Los Angeles next Sunday at 420. And I'm coming to Hereafter at the legendary Crocodile Rock Club in Seattle, Washington on July 8th and 9th. Like Dan Telfer mentioned, there's going to be a Doug Loves Movies in San Diego at the start of Comic-Con. All my dates are at DougLovesMovies.com. And uh, David, I I uh, just want to recommend to you uh, a a spot to go if you need uh, some THC while you're in DC, Ooh, and do. it's called it's called Chocolate City Wellness, and it is like not far at all from the uh, Improv, and you could just walk in off the street and just uh, buy stuff. You don't need. You just have to be twenty one. And you don't doesn't matter what state your ID's from, and they've got a terrific selection. Perfect. I will check it out. Tell them I sent you. They they'll probably look at you like who? But Be if like you Doug sent me. If you talk to the right person, they might they might 
they might give you a little something. <laughs> something, something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. And uh, uh, thanks again to Dan Telfer, David Borey, and Zach Trump. As always, anti a quarter, fellows. <laughs> now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his.